Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Socially Distant, where we're still struggling from the effects of the 07 writer's strike. I'm your host, Alex Weber, and joining me live via telephone from the phone bank in the office of New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, my good friend and co-host. I'm a poorly sketched uh, Coca-Cola can. Hi, I'm Richie Oliver, your poorly sketched Coca-Cola can. Catch me with all the other poorly sketched Coca-Cola cans on the side of the road where we call immigrants bad words. Uh, okay, poorly sketched Coca-Cola can. How how you doing? <laughs> God damn it. I gotta say, um, I just want to go right into the story time. Speaking of Bill de Blasio, we had a little moment this morning. <laughs> We did, we did, we did have a parallel thinking moment so where Richie and I were, we were just like chatting away on Snapchat, like normal, like text chat shit. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, I was just going to send him a close up picture of de Blasio's face. Like just for shits. <coughs> yep. I have the picture ready. I'm going to take the Snapchat right before I press take. I see Richie sends me a chat and I open it up and it just says, I miss de Blasio. <laughs> Well, there was actually context before it because you sent me something like right before it. Oh, really? I forgot that. Yeah, so. Because you said, because you sent me Giuliani. Oh, yeah. Who was a uh, a mayor of New York. So I was like, I miss de Blasio. And then just, Richie, shut the fuck up. I need to show you something. (laughs) Yeah, man, I was, I was literally getting ready just to send that to you. Yemen? Yeah, I don't know why I was watching a bunch of, like, random, like, South Park stuff this morning. I've, I've sworn off a lot of, like, adult cartoons Yeah, it's for, like, the be, past year. I gotta be in the right, like, level of boredom and laziness to indulge. I will say that uh, a really good uh, show that I, now I'm into is called The Midnight Gospel. Ooh, I haven't heard of that. One. It was it's created by Pendleton Ward on Netflix, um, and it's just uh, conversations with like famous people, but they animate like a show around it. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yep, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Is that where you got the name Pendleton for Pendleton Snodgrass? Um, I know Pendleton's an old name, and I thought it was very just snooty, <laughs> but in no relation was in no no uh, way was I thinking of Adventure Times Pendleton Ward. Okay, all right, all right. I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass. Ooh. I'm excited, though. I have a TikTok that's going viral. Yeah. I watched it. It's just you saying piss fetish a lot. At my friend and then slapping his ass. And then you hear me laughing in the background. Yes, because you took the video. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> it is, as of right now, let me pull it up on uh, on the TikTok. We are now at... Uh, sixty four thousand sixty four point eight k views. Ooh. Do I get for that one? Do I, get like, do I get a SAG card for that because I filmed it? Yes, you do. <laughs> Good. Director of photography. We can go get into the Friars Club. <laughs> you and your fucking roasts, man. Dude, I I don't know. Again, I don't know what. I was like, you know, I don't want to. I want to watch a roast, but like a good one, not one of these. Like, yep plasticky comedy central ones because then i like the old ones with like don rickles yeah because i i went and rewatched like part of the roast of charlie sheen afterwards Mm -hmm. because like i remember when that came out when i was all about it 
and I watched it, and when they introduced Charlie Sheen, it's like he comes out on the throne and just Slash is standing behind him playing guitar as they wheel him out, and I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> One of my favorite roast moments ever is when the situation just bombed while trying to roast Trump. <laughs> So bad. And so I watched and, the uh, Friars Club roast of uh, of Jerry Stiller. Oh, God. It was fantastic. Jerry um, Garcia, deadhead mamma mia. Yeah, Jason Alexander did the opening for that and went on like a eight-minute like musical number. It was incredible. I was so shocked. I was like, how is this real? <laughs> when I saw that, when you sent me that, I uh, the first thing I thought of was Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live in the oh, 70s yeah. doing his lounge singer. Star Wars, talking about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We're watching Star Wars. I love it. Oh, man, it was so much fun. Oh, speaking of Saturday Night Live, I finally mm-hmm. watched um, the David Byrne performance mm-hmm. from the recent. It's pretty good. Oh, it, was, it was great. I liked it. Um, Me too. I was on Hulu, and I was like, oh, I'll try to see if I can find something. And I looked up sketch comedy on like the drop down menu and I was like oh mm-hmm. SNL I wonder if they have that David Byrne one because I knew it was kind of recent and lo and behold yeah a lot of the the stuff you'll get like a bunch of ads like if you have the Hulu ads but they usually upload it, like the next day yeah which is nice so I got to watch mm-hmm. that yep I watched my episode of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race on Friday did not watch Untucked um, but yeah I just watched a lot of like random shit today, for no yeah I no particular I watched, reason. I watched uh, Us, okay, the the newer Jordan Peele film, which I thoroughly enjoyed and it threw me for I a loop. I didn't see that one yet. Uh, it it threw me for a loop and a half, and I don't know how to deal with it. Um, and then I also watched Meredith Wilson's The Music Man, okay. like the original from like '62. And that's a great that's a great movie. I that's one of those movies that's just so campy and shitty. I love it. It's got I, the Buffalo Bills in it. Let's see. I definitely again watch South Park, this roast, and then just I think more like live PD and dumb shit. Um, it's always interesting. And then because I thought we were gonna have our guest um, on, I was watching some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. just before we went on but now here we are and one thing that i did do today was i listened to um some tunes that you sent me mm-hmm. and they were pretty they're pretty awesome man i gotta say one thing i did today was i uh i took the jeopardy online test yeah so if they want me to be a contestant on jeopardy i could be a contestant on jeopardy would you wear a shirt with my face on it if you did? Huh? Would you wear a shirt with my face on it if you went on Jeopardy? I would wear a shirt with your face and then Carl Sagan's face because it's like, I I, I know things. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Strong words. Strong words. Amen, sir. So, Richie, what do you, uh, yeah, do you want to plug anything with your music? Do I want to play any of my music? No, plug any of it. Yeah. Uh, you just wrote this, you just okay. wrote this baller album, I mean. Yeah, so I, I've been kind of... I started this album about last February, and I came up with an idea of uh, Jack McBreen. He's a character, and I wanted him to have like a crime and like a full saga about mm-hmm. him. Um, so I, I wrote every other song that was on the album besides his main three songs, 
and I sat on them for a year, and I didn't write anything for them. <laughs> so I was like, I was finally just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna table this idea for another time. I can maybe do like a full concept album if I want to. But I have these songs. Let me write a couple other folk songs and ideas that I have in my head. Record them and then make an album. And so I did that, and I w- somehow I did a full just recording session on Saturday yesterday, and um, I banged out like I banged out six songs. And then four songs. So I got ten songs, which I want to make an album out of. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it was cool. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, I sent you, you I sent, sent that over to me. Yeah, I sent you the raw file so you can kind of give them a listen and talk about them. Yeah, I was, I was starting to think of like, oh, how could, how could we edit this? Or like, how could we enhance this? Mm-hmm. So I was, I, might, I was going to think about like maybe playing around with one and just seeing what I can come up with, using it as like a, a template to just... Oh yeah. See how I could build that sound out. Uh huh. I gotta, th- I gotta remember which song it was, but there was one where I was like, "Ooh, I could really do something with this." So. Oh, cool. That'd be fun. Awesome. Um, just gonna sit in my apartment and <laughs> click around your audio. Oh word. But yeah, so somehow I did that, and then we got takeout yesterday. The family and we got like fried fish. We all had like fish and chips and fried Ooh. scallops and. Onion rang and fry and coleslaw, tata sauk, some stuff cohog. You ever stuff a cohog? No, I haven't. What was the uh, what was the place you got takeout from? Huh? What was the place called? Oh, it's it's this great little tiny seafood shack that's like right near our house. It's called J uh, JJ Seafood. Nice. And it's just this really tiny rundown shack, and it has the best fried seafood like ever. Did you know that there's a conspiracy that Long John Silver's is just a um, a money laundering scheme for weed money? Really? Yeah, I, I watched a video on it today. <laughs> that it's a for for what? Like weed money? It's like cartel. I it's I don't know if it's a cartel or just like a gang that like funnels their money through it. Holy shit! Yeah, I watched like I saw like a conspiracy thread a thread on Reddit where it was like if you were to make up one conspiracy like random thing, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, oh, Long John Silver's is like a, a money front. And they're like, no, that's actually a thing. And they linked a video to it. And it was super funny. Because I've only ever seen commercials for it. I've never seen one in person in my life. And one thing that they said a lot in the video was that it's like, you never see one with a line. It's always <laughs> super empty there. I have never seen one in person. So it's just, it's so weird, man. So, yeah, there you go. Long John Silver's is just a, a laundering scheme. Mm-hmm. And, um, let's let's try to make another conspiracy for another fast food joint. Okay, I like it. What kind of uh, what kind of fast food place are we going for? I I want some something like maybe like a little more high end. That's what I was thinking. Like, Chipotle already has too many conspiracy theories that yeah. happen. So I'm trying to you think do. of like, like more like guys. high end fast food. Five guys. I don't know if you'd call that high end, but upper echelon. Yeah, we could we could do something with five guys. I'm trying to think of other like high end, Pan- oh Panera Bread. That should be easy. All right, so we have our we have our target. Panera Bread. Panera Bread. So I heard that Panera Bread shot down Flight 93. Huh? <laughs> I heard Panera Bread shot down Flight 93. 
Oh my god. That <laughs> that could be All right, in now this, we have to thread, I will. Now we have to make that No, let's not do that one. Um Panera Bread is a front for um uh human trafficking. Ooh. Now let's go somewhere with that. To a second location. Huh? A second a secondary location. Yeah, like how will we like <laughs> what? How do you want to pin human trafficking on Panera Bread? I'm just sitting here like picking things out, like picking stuff out of my nails with this big ass <laughs> knife. Just like sitting here like, yeah. As we're talking, like, yeah, go on. Shave with it, just fucking pull it out. Just like start like going full on picking my picking my teeth with it. This is this is my America knife. As you can see, it's got America. Ooh. We got the good old majestic bald eagle. There's a bullet back <laughs> on it. And so look at you fucking go boo. Holy Jesus. Yeah. It's also got a, a seat belt cutter right there. And you can also smash out windows with the bottom there. Oh. So this is great for boom and then go. And then, bitch! <laughs> Would you get that from the Larry the Cable Guy web store? Uh, yeah, I got this from the Rainham Flea Market. From a guy that sold knives over there. That's a spot where you gotta check out. We gotta go check that out one time. The Rainham Flea Market. It's every Sunday um, morning, and it's just early. And you just big, go, and it's like a dollar to I get imagine. in. What? Is it like a big place? Yeah, it's a huge place. Yeah. And like bunch of like classic video game vendors i just Ooh. hooked up my old ps2 to my oh, yeah. tv and today i was playing tony hawk's pro skater 4 Ooh, that's a fun one that's um, like one of my favorite video games of all time there's a um a flea market like that near, near me in connecticut called elephant's trunk i think it's like every sunday morning super early mm -hmm. massive flea market i've only been once but it was super cool um yeah i go a couple times like a year because like it's just if I'm ever bored and I'm just like, oh, I got nothing to do and I wake up too early, I'll be like, I'll go to the flea market. Yeah. Um, but like my brother's friends, um, he actually used to like work at it and he buys and sells like RC cars and shit and repairs them. So that's like his big thing is like, I do RC cars and I collect <laughs> Hot Wheels. And I'm like, dude, you have you have a girlfriend. Dude, you're 32. <laughs> dude, you're you're 27. Calm down. That's one thing that I definitely I'm pissed about everything being closed is that I used to love going places and being like, oh, there's a Savers or a Goodwill like five minutes away. I'm going to go just to kill time and oh, dude. see what kind of random shit I could find there. Thrifting is just awesome. I know. I found like sweaters and shit. Dude, I found a great, I had a zip up cardigan from Savers in New Hampshire. That was great. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't think I still have it anymore, sadly. Mm -hmm. I um, loved ha having a Goodwill like within walking distance of the campus oh yeah i remember that because like on our walk to mcdonald's if you took that other side street and just walked yeah, down it you were we there to we walked to uh that goodwill one time we did That's yeah i got that charles manson book that i still haven't finished but it was a very good read from the part that i did read oh yeah that was, was my uh, was that when you got helter skelter yeah that yeah was, that was i still have to finish it but that's usually like my travel book like i'm on like a train or a bus I'll yep, that's that when I got uh, the Steve Jobs book. 
Just called Jobs. But yeah, I love looking at all the old camera shit, even though it's all junk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But all the Goodwills that I go have, like, a really shit men's section for clothes. Because I always try to find, like, something that's, like, fun or ironic. Yeah. Remember when I bought Dreamboat Annie by heart for a dollar at that Goodwill sophomore year? Oh, my God, yeah. It was the night of Rich Jones' birthday dinner that we went to. Did you go? Were you there for that? I don't know. Where was that? Uh, We went to the New England Tap House right at that same plaza. And we all sat in the we we sat in the penman corner. No, I didn't um, go there. You didn't go that one for that. that night. Yeah, that was a fun night. Um, because I got that record. I'm gonna need you to retroactively uh, invite me to that. Huh? I need you to retroactively invite me to that. <laughs> Just like look on the old Facebook events. Yeah. Boop. Like, oh, thanks, Richie. <laughs> Yeah, sadly I can't come. I got other better shit to do, but like I appreciate the thought. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I missed the deadline. Uh, RSVP. Are you still taking them? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry guys. My phone was broken. <laughs> yep. Amen. So what? How was how was your weekend? It was pretty good. Just hanging out. But yeah, no, my mm-hmm. week, my weekend was good. Today was interesting because I did um, literally absolutely nothing. <laughs> Nice. Same. I sat and I ate. That's basically what I did. Um, I had that great idea for a new show starring yes. you called Bagel Talk. Bagel um, Talk. And yeah, I was I was cutting a bagel and putting it in my toaster. During the cor- like, during the current government lockdown. And I was just like, what? A show where it's just reviewing, like talking about bagels. And it could be either like, this is a sesame bagel. And here's all the things about sesame bagels. Or like, yeah. Here's a bagel with uh, scallion cream cheese from the place down the block. Like, yep. I'll review like, like different bagels. And I didn't think about it that much in depth at first. I just pulled my phone out mm-hmm. and was like, all right, so it's a show called Bagel Talk where you just do really in-depth reviews of bagels. Send, <laughs> send message. <laughs> yep. That I that could be funny. And get we like can, a, we get you like a tweed suit. Huh? Get you like a tweed suit. Oh, yeah. Dude, nah, because that would be we'd be oh, stealing yeah. that from Review Bro. Report of the week. We can't do that. We'll just get you a really big sun hat. Food review. <laughs> but did I, you, I do Did huh? you hear about his accident that he had? Like yeah, he ago? was in a car accident, right? No, he was up in his attic and he had bad footing and like went through his ceiling. Oh shit. And fell like twelve feet down or something onto concrete. And oh my god. Everything. He's cool now, but like when I first saw that everyone on the internet was like, how dare you hurt him? <laughs> like, <laughs> life, you don't know what you're messing with. How dare you hurt him, ceiling? You want to go into the poetry corner? Yeah, I, I want to go to the poetry corner. Let's do it. Let's take a walk down the street and go down to the chocolate club. I hear there's some great poetry going on. Yeah, I, I can hear it. Down the stairs outside through the the alley entrance. You know we do the old we do the old Goodfellas and go in through the back. <laughs> that would be great. All right, so let's let's head in. You want to go in? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining me, Richie, over at the the Chuckle Club tonight for Richie's Poetry Corner. 
Tonight we are looking at some selections by one of my favorite poets, Lacey Roop, uh, who visited SNHU a couple times ago. Uh, yeah, she actually sent me this. Uh, well, I bought this book and she signed it, and she wrote, "Richie, keep writing the powerful stuff." Ooh. So I like that. Yeah. So, in uh, they're an awesome poet, and she's great. So let me go ahead and uh, read to you. Uh, we'll start with a poem, and if we want, we could do another one. This poem is called Gender is a Universe. While squatting down to take a piss, I read, Gender is a universe and we are all stars, scribbled on the wall of a bathroom stall. I was so in awe by this that I went home and poured myself a flask and crawled on top of the roof to uh, ponder what I had read. I stared with amazement at the vastness of constellations, just wondering if God has become, ang has become an angry drunk because of the ignorance and intolerance he sees in us. How we like to stereotype, nitpick, criticize, compare black and white, judge each other based on our hairstyles and pant size. I guess that's why every time I go out at night, I always get asked, Hey, are you a dude or a dyke? And all I want to say is, Oh, hi, dude, brah. Um, I don't know, how about you ask your girlfriend since she was the one who went down on me last night? But I refrain and say, Well, I'm a little bit of both and sometimes neither. Give him a hug, then walk away while he stands there intrigued still trying to figure me out and i'm not really offended as much as i'm saddened by how it's never occurred to this guy that people's sexual preference doesn't diminish the fact that we are all still human it's an atrocity that we still have to be reminded of this did you know that it took nearly 300 years after the first american settlement before the white man recognized that black people have souls too i wonder if it is going to take 300 more 300 more before people quit telling me that they think it's cute that i kiss girls as if my lifestyle is some trendy fashion statement, gay till graduation bullshit like, a, like I'm a curious exhibitionist. I wish my mom would quit telling me this is a stage I'm going through and recognize that this is a skin her daughter has finally felt comfortable enough in for me to tell her about girlfriends. Because from second grade till I was a sophomore in college, I was taught to camouflage my feelings because the state of Mississippi has it written that love can only exist between a man and a woman. As if a state has, a, has the right to dictate who you want to spend the rest of your life with. But on nights when I'm sleeping next to someone soft, I can't help but wonder about the one still struggling in my hometown like Mikey, who had to put a silencer over his heartbeat because it thumped too loud whenever Andrew was in the room. He was afraid that his church would condemn him. Or Irene, who used to dye her hair bright blue to distract people from staring at dismay in her and Shay's interlocked fingers, as if homosexuality was a disease instead of just another form of loving. I think I might just crawl on top of my roof and get drunk with God again so he can hear me when I ask him to keep an eye out on Irene and Mikey, or anyone else who is being taught to be ashamed of themselves for their feelings. Tonight, I don't want to have to explain myself. I'm tired of having to explain myself. I don't want to be distinguished as gay, straight, lesbian, queer, dude, or dyke. Just human. Because gender really is a universe, and we need to accept the fact that we are all mere stars, a part of the same great galaxy. Damn, I really, so that I really poem enjoyed was that. That was super called empowering. Gender is a Universe. I really enjoyed that poem a lot. And you said Lacey she performed at SNU a couple times? Yes, Lacey Rube, she performed at SNU. Um, and uh, what was really cool is she also had music or like v soundscape music yeah, that she could trigger as she was speaking in the poem. Ooh. So music would start and stop in different places and do different things there. You want to do another one? Yeah, I would love to hear another Let's one. Let's do another one. 
There's one in here that I I want to see if I can remember. Yeah, that was that was a strong one. Uh, let me see if I can find it. This segment of dead air was brought to you by Warhammer. Huh? <laughs> I said this segment of dead air has been brought to you by Warhammer. <laughs> this segment is, of dead air has been brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> My father is so good at Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Come on, I know this one. I, I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Library Lunatics. This is a really fun poem, and I really enjoy always reading it. Library Lunatics by Lacey Roop. Visit a library with me. Let's lose ourselves in the fiction section, play Lost and Found in the R through Z aisle. I want to guess what book you pick up based off the line you read me. We can use our imaginations and pretend to be someone else for a while. Reenact a play on the third floor, role-play fairy tales on the seventh, close our eyes and pretend we are flying. We can be gypsies, pirates, kings, and queens. We can be Virginia Woolf, James Tate, Lorca, Plath, and Capote. Forget our fingers in the pages. Your eyes look like they are breathing once you've lost yourself in the words you're reading. There are flames in these stories like there is aliveness in our breath. There is a delicate amber glow in the section we are in. The light bulbs are happy to be here. They are happy to show us the books. And I'm feeling inspired and defeated by being surrounded in this swamp of genius. I want to kiss you on the pleat in between your eyebrows and ask you to make me a suggestion as to what hardback I should add to my collection. I want you to read me on the first Read me the first page of the story in my bed, underneath the covers, with just the lamp on. Put my ear to your chest and rest while my heartbeat mimics your meter. Linguistic lovers, erudite etymologists, page pedantics, we are aficionados of the alphabet. Hold my hand and follow me to the bathroom because we are going to scribble on the stalls, crawl our favorite words down, definitions and all. Let's highlight the halls, tattoo the toilets with passages from poets, graffiti the ground, stain it with statements, and make our mark by declaring to the world what we think of it. You and I are word warriors and literary lunatics. Instead of book burnings, we are going to start television fires. The library is our chapel. There is so much knowledge to absorb, but neither of us will ever be able to do it because no one can, and that's okay. We will still keep our minds open. I tell you that we should bring our sleeping bags next time, crawl atop the rafters, and sleep above the languages so we can dream another country. Your eyes get big and hesitant because you know I'm serious as you put your finger over my mouth and say, Shh, we are in a library. And I yell, Yes, I know. I was the one who brought you here. It's called a library date. <laughs> you playfully nudge me and I run off to find another story to get drunk off of. I find myself absorbed in Federico Garcia Lorca, sipping on his stanzas, getting inebriated off his intellect. I look up and see you critiquing a classic. You always do that. You find the flaws in things. I think about how sad I'll be the day you will leave me. So I go back to my book trying to escape the thought of you leaving, wanting to lose myself in these pages, and wishing that all along I was the one you wanted to get lost with. Ooh. That was Library Lunatics by Lacey Roop. I also very, very much enjoyed yeah. that. So if anyone's interested in finding the book online... Um, it's called And Then Came the Flood, A Collection of Sorts by Lacey Roop. I, I, I liked both of those a lot. Me too. I, I love her take on sexuality and gender and um, and her wordplay in that uh, Library Lunatics. And 
everything yeah. like that and how it goes from this lighthearted kind of let's get lost in a library let's play to oh shit this is all just escapism what, yeah. are, what are we really thinking about each other <laughs> so I, fa- I found those both to be extremely fascinating yeah for sure speaking of um poets who performed at snoo you were yeah. at the um the time when neil hillborn was there oh dude what the what are the like chances of that happening that was, that was awesome that was such an amazing time to be there with Neil to watch Neil Hilborn perform. Because yeah. like uh, I, I had known of him yeah. from that that OCD video went like fucking crazy that went viral on, like on the internet. Yeah, I was like, damn man, this is deep. And like then yep. I'm scrolling on Facebook and I saw someone shared something or on like Instagram about like, oh yeah, he's gonna be here tonight. And I was like, oh, we're going. <laughs> like I'm, I'm there. Like I, I think I learned of it that day. I was just like, squeeze me. Um, and the pub that night was packed. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because again, everyone knew him. So, yeah, was that our freshman year? I think it. Yo, yeah, it was. It was our freshman year. Yeah, we haven't even met yet. I think we we knew of each other. Yeah, we just knew like of each other through. And through and guess who waves. we and guess who we knew each other through. Who. Logan McCarty. Oh yes, of course. Hold on, I definitely have a picture on my Instagram somewhere. Um, yeah, that was a crazy experience. Mm-hmm. There we go. Me and me and the mans. Yep, I got a picture of them too. I gotta see if I can pull it up if I still have it. I remember um, at the time my phone screen was like demolished. And I pulled my phone out and was like, yo, you hella fucked up your phone. And I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Thank you, what Neil. was that? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear it because your fan's on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my computer fan's a bit loud. Um, at, the, at the time, my phone was super cracked. Mm-hmm. And when I pulled my phone out to like give the phone to someone to take a picture, he was like, oh, man, you hella fucked up your phone. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Thank you. I wonder if I posted it to Instagram. Let me check. That was really cool. I got, like, super dressed up for it. Well, then I think we went together then because I also remember, like, putting on, like, a nice shirt for it. I don't I don't know. Um, I don't think we formally went together because I don't really think we, did. we knew each other. Maybe we did. I don't know. Who knows? Let me see if I still have the picture. One thing when I'll I met him. One thing that I'll never forget is when I met, uh, Tommy. I... met Tommy Wiseau. Huh? When I met Tommy Wiseau. Oh, dude. Fucking amen. What a crazy night. Dude. It might be on my Facebook. Let me check. I, that, made, that night made me realize how much of a genius he is. Like, <laughs> Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. He's brilliant. Tommy Wiseau is... Uh, just an enigma of a man. Yeah. And he's a man that I'm proud to say is a huge influence on me. Dude, when he was doing a Q&A, like an audience Q&A. Yep. Someone was like, we can all speculate from the accent, but like, tell us, man, where are you from? He goes, I'm from Mars, but I'm an American. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. If I can. A. Oh. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. We were, like, right near each other in line because I remember being there for that, I think. Yeah. Maybe I, took Dude. The, maybe I took the picture. What was up with this shirt? Like, what is going on with this shirt here? Like, 
my shirt. Is that a half flannel, half? It's not half flannel. It's like a half just plaid half and pattern. a half fully black. That's the Richie Oliver special, man. That's the Tommy Wiseau influence. And look, I was wearing like these red, yeah, <laughs> speckled skinny jeans. A Hot Topic special, dude. The Hot Topic special. Remember, yo, remember your red toms. Do you ever see when I had bright red hair? Yeah, I did. See Freshman that. year, and then my junior year, I went purple. Oh yeah, I do remember the purple. Because I uh I bleached my hair to be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and then was like and then Trump won and I was like, I don't wanna have the same hair as him. So I'll see if there's any pictures of me being purple. Not really. But yeah, that was that was fun. That was weird times. <laughs> Strange times at the Circle K. That that's an image. Be like Oh jeez, <laughs> Angry Orchard and Lolita. Richie, you're so hip. But again, we're mm-hmm. we're post hipster. That's how you described us once. And I'll never I, yeah, forget I'm, it. You're like we're, I actually we're post I, hipsters. I stand by that. We're post hipster. No, I totally agree. Because like you said yeah. that, I'm like, oh, that's funny, and I'm like, wait, no, he's right. <laughs> yeah, because like we we're, we're not we're not really hipster. We're just post hipster. Yeah. I I really. I'm going to champion that as a descriptor of myself. Mm-hmm. So what do you say? We uh, we take this... And shove it. Yeah, before it was cool. My ass is primed and ready, sir. All right. Well, in that case, this has been an episode. You know, it's our, our week weekend wind-down, weekly wind-up. Monday is fucking coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's, it's here. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, for the rest of the week. We'll get some cool stuff for you. Hopefully we can get Richie's friend Amber on. Um, hopefully we can get my friend Danny on this week, talk about some music and mm-hmm. talk about a whole lot of stuff. So thanks everyone for coming out. Stay however you want to be. But Socially least, garbage. Yes. And distantly say socially garbage. Orb.